0: A very warm welcome to the Racing New South Wales podcast. Gerard Middleton from tab.com.au here. We're going to have a look at the big meeting, the tab chipping Norton meeting at Royal Ramwick on Saturday and all other things racing heading towards the weekend. I'm joined by Brad Gray from Racing New South Wales. How are you, Brad? Yeah, good, mate. Good to be here. Really exciting for uh, for Winks again, and uh, there's plenty of news out there. We'll have a look at a couple of bets and profile a couple of the big races yeah, on Saturday. What, what a weekend it is too, of course, the tab chipping Norton highlights, but to particularly. I love the look of that surround field as well and uh, well firstly though let's talk about the great mare you're at track work this morning how'd she look
1: yeah she looked amazing
0: um i've seen a bit of her and
1: this morning she was dappled up she was muscled she was relaxed it's as good as i've seen her i think going into saturday i'd be surprised if we didn't see something pretty special and what did Hugh bowman have to say when he jumped off yeah he said that she'd improved which is a pretty scary thought for her rivals, given how dominant she was first up in the Apollo. Chris Waller was a bit more reserved, pretty, pretty straight bat, as he does tend to do, but, yeah, no, Hughie was pretty adamant that she'd come on
0: since that first up run. That is Chris, though, isn't it? He, he plays it down, just keeps it very level-headed, and that's what he spent. I think he said that she'd put on a kilo even since the Apollo.
1: Yeah, well, apparently in the past, she'd always been a bit of a wiry kind of filly back in the day, and then as she's progressed to being a mare, an older mare now... She really holds her condition, and as you say, she's put on a kilo,
0: which is a terrific sign. Yeah, it certainly is, and uh, just some other news too around this week. We had the Doncaster Weights come out the other day. Yeah, we did. Plenty of interest there. Uh, obviously, one of the
1: talking points to come out of that was Chautauqua's late nomination. Uh, he's been slotted in there with 56.5, and I was just speaking to the handicappers a little bit earlier this morning, and they said they... They required, They gave him an allowance because he hasn't been over the mile before. So he's perhaps snuck in with a, with a, winnable, a winnable weight there, 56.5.
0: Well, we have him $11 uh, on the second line of betting in the all-in market at tab.com.au for the Doncaster mile. How Racky uh, at 56 kilos uh, allotted is the $8 favourite as it stands. Uh, also at $11, which attack was Global Glamour. Uh, 51 kilos should she head that way and it remained fifty five and a half 55 and a half also at the $11 McCreary $11 as well. Uh, best backed in that market as it stands is Endless Drama, which we put up 26 into 15. It's been given 52 kilos. And Hartnell's also at the $15. It's second best backed in that market, and it's uh, the top weight with 58. Uh, any thoughts on uh, potentially this far out on, uh, yeah. w- w- or any potential real challenges there in the Doncaster? Because it looks this year it's going to be a very open Doncaster. Of course, Winx went that went that way last year.
1: Yeah, no, it does look an open race at the moment I'm really hoping Chautauqua does take his place And although the Hawks tend to keep their cards close to their chest There is a whisper going around that they are leaning towards George Ryder into the Doncaster So fingers crossed we get to see that As far as a a bet this early, I'd say Endless Drama does look the one He profiles really nicely, he's got Group 1 form back back in Ireland Endless Drama, 52 kilos Chris Waller's got a terrific record in the race, and he's quite bullish about how well this horse is going. He thinks on the weekend he'll start closing the gap between
0: Hartland and Winks, so looking forward to seeing him again. Gosh, imagine we'd see Winks and Chautauqua in that... Uh George Ryder on a Golden Slipper Day and potentially maybe a Blackheart Bart as well if it, if it decides if it comes north after, well it's uh, going to start a hot favourite in the Futurity there at Caulfield. But McCreary is one that's it's interesting too because mm. again speaking
1: to all this morning, he said that McCreary is the smallest horse in his stable 417 kilos, so there's nothing of him, so him getting right down in the weights there in a Doncaster, 51 kilos at the
0: moment, he profiles quite well Yes, as well, certainly, and had a very nice spring too, McCreary And uh, also, just looking ahead to the Sydney Cup as well The weights came out there Yeah, they did, Elmandon up the top though It's probably unlikely he's going to come But one of the key runners,
1: Antonio Giuseppe I think a lot of punters would have been scanning their eye To see what weight he got, 52 kilos mm. So he looked extremely well in I think Tobago is a horse to watch as well He's resuming in the Chipping Norton And I haven't given up on him yet mm. His Sydney form Obviously, he fell off a little bit last time around, but he had genuine excuses. He wasn't right. You go back to that Derby form, where he absolutely annihilated the field, including Jamaica. He's one to keep an eye on, and the Sydney Cup is the race that Trent Bussard is targeting.
0: Yeah, absolutely, couldn't agree with you more. There, Tavago a twenty-six dollars chance in our All In market. Not a drop of money for it yet, though. Antonio Giuseppe, after that great win first up, was eleven into eight dollars. It's best back in our Sydney Cup All In market. Uh, Kinema has been fifteen into eleven as well. And uh, look of the bets we have taken. Certainly Antonio Giuseppe's just where the punters are there. Now, we also had a nice plunge, didn't we, at Rose Hill on Wednesday, yeah, bro? Yeah, it was a good old-fashioned plunge. Timmy Martin behind
1: it. As you'd expect, You can do that from time to time. Uh, Limbo sold $26 you guys put up on the Monday afternoon. Jumped at $3.10, straight to the front, never
0: looked like losing. Yeah, didn't it really ping off the corner as well? It won really well. And, uh, well, we did trim it in the golden slipper market as well, at $101 to $26. Uh, look, history tells us, especially recent history tells us, we've, we saw the winner of the slipper long before Limbo Soul uh, ran the other day. But... Uh, Look, you never know, I guess you came home in thirty four point three three last six hundred. One punter had twenty thousand dollars dollars each way at five dollars and a dollar ninety. So well done to that customer, but uh, like you said, 26 into $3.10. There were some deductions for scratchings, granted, but that is a good old-fashioned plunge. And another uh, by I Am Invincible, that sire, absolutely flying. Isn't it? Isn't it what? It's sought after at all the sales
1: now, and it's easy to see why. She actually broke the class record of Omay Sword on the day as well, which is a pretty strong reference. She'll either go to the Black Opal or the Magic Knight, I believe, in terms of getting her ticket into the Golden Slipper.
0: Well, let's have a look at this market for the Chipping Norton as we have a good look at Saturday's program there at Royal Ramwick, the major races, and uh, well, Winks a dollar ten, Hartnell eight dollars, Endless Drama fifteen, uh, Tabigo fifty one, Libran seventy one, a hundred and one, and longer uh, the rest. Look, this has been you, you know it's autumn and punters are getting serious when you see the big money roll in, and it has rolled in massively this week for the great Mirror. just started two the other day in the Apollo but we've taken a $56,000 bet this morning. Uh, we took bets of uh, 12,000, 10,000 and $8 in the last 48 hours as well, all at a dollar ten. So this is this is like black caviar. This is exactly what they did with black caviar, the big punters, they just want to be on to say they are on it. Yep. Any price is a good price I guess for black Cat, for not black Cat, for winks at the moment so Dollar
1: $1.10, just hard to be chiming in at such low odds, but hey, better than bank interest, as the saying goes. That's exactly right.
0: Now, just looking at the field, though, oh, barrier four, uh, I think she leads. I can't see any obvious leader there, there outside of her, and, uh, well, uh, I mean, uh, Huey probably won't mind leading on her. No, he said this morning exactly that. It doesn't look to be a
1: great deal of speed on the race, and one of the things that makes her such a great mare is her versatility. So if he has to lead straight to the front, rider like the best horse in the race, which he obviously is, Get the job done. So a profile's, to me, like she's going to put a gap on these. Hartnell, drawn wide.
0: He goes back, runs on. Mm. So, geez, times and margins. He was super the other day, Hartnell, behind her. He's definitely, I think he's a bit, be- he he runs his best at Randwick. And we've got also a Winks Out market at tab.com.au as well. You'll find that under uh, Racing Extras and New South Wales Specials. Hartnell at fifty. Then you got to Preferment at 35 uh, sorry, sorry. Endless drama on the next line at three dollars forty. Have we got these in market order? Of course. Um, look, you'd have to say it's been between Hartnell and Endless Drama. Then it's double figures and longer the rest. Uh, Tabagio at fifteen, uh, Libran twenty-one. But uh, look, I might even say Endless Drama at the three forty might be good value there. Maybe to finish ahead of Hartnell this time around. Yeah, well, given the map in the race, mm. Endless
1: Drama is going to be up on the speed somewhere, like we saw from. Him. He had had good early toe. In the Apollo and hang on, hung on nicely. So potentially, yeah. What price does Hartman go around in a
0: round? that? yeah, you'd think he'd be close to odds on, wouldn't you? So, have to be. Yeah, he'd be willing to take that a dollar fifty. Yeah, exactly right. So yeah, look, the dollar fifty. I mean, even though we probably have to, you know, get back, he'll be running on, and you think he probably will get second there. So but two's on, do you want to take that or maybe take the three forty for endless drama? Look, let's go to race six. I think we're not going to tip outsider, are we? Surely not. We can't. (laughs) You can't. You can't. You can't. You You don't want to be the one who shot Bambi. Exactly. So uh, let's go to the surround race six. This looks a cracking race Uh, over the 1,400 for the Phillies, a group two and Global Glamour, $2.50, did the job the other day. But uh, best back to nearly betting here is Omay Sword, $3.90. Had a little bit of a setback uh, coming back finally first up here. Uh, in the surround. Fox play at five. Sprite, $8.50. That's a big price for Sprite. I reckon it was pretty good the other day as well behind Global Glamour. And then we've got to the Kiwi Thousand Guineas with a winner, La Bella Diosa. At $10, Sazam, which has probably been disappointing a couple of runs back this prep seventy Pumpkin Pies there as well at 26, of course, coming off its win in the Golden Country Championships qualifier. Interesting, Daddy Williams wants it on the quick backup probably uh, just to, and then probably give it a little break before it runs in the Country Championships final. But uh, look, the market tells you really it's global glamour. may saw Fox Play and Sprite. How do you see this playing out, Brad? Yeah, well, such an interesting race. I
1: think the map has a massive bearing on this. Global Glamour was so brave last start. She was almost run down by Fox play, but she was entitled to be beat. She stole a march, was left a sitting duck, but hung on grimly. 1,400 metres right up her alley. Omay Sword will get back. Uh, Chris Wallace said they'll be keen for her just to find her feet, let her get in her rhythm, and hit the line. Go back to that replay, the Silver Shadow first up last campaign. She travelled so sweetly and just let down like an exceptional filly. She is an exceptional filly. Whether this is the right race for her, and Chris did say to the punters to be a little bit wary with that setback. She hasn't missed any work, but they had to back off a little bit. So he's a little bit suspect in terms of what she'll do first up. No doubt that she's an amazing filly, and she'll progress to to big heights in the next couple of runs, but this first up run will really tell us where she's at.
0: I'm with Fox Play here. uh, Love's Ramwick and... Well, the other day ran home beautifully and nearly uh, grabbed Global Glamour on the line. I can't believe she jumped twelve dollars. She was five out to twelve dollars. Fox play the other day. Uh, second up, I think she's a real show here. Barrier ten, Tommy Berry. So again, you'd think that uh, he'll probably be. Uh, she'll probably be back there. Look, Global Glamour. You just wonder how tough is this uh, Philly? I mean, that was, a, that was a hard run out in front the other day. Before that, she was up at the Gold Coast. I'm just trying to find reasons just to, to, to find oppose her, really. But, uh, you know, it was a tough run up at the Gold Coast as well. And a tough run the other day, I think. Yeah, considering the quality in this field, I'd happy uh, to be betting around her. It'd be interesting to see what price she ends up jumping at. But you know, she just keeps getting the job done. I guess. Who she, are you with here, Brad? She does. I'm with Global
1: Glamour just on the mat. Uh, I think if you are playing Omay Sword or Fox Play like yourself, you'll be very keen for Louboutin just to come out of the gates and add a bit of pressure. Because mm-hmm. she, if Global Glamour gets it her own way out in front, she's rock hard fit. She's so brave and she can run time. It sets up very nicely for her.
0: Yeah, I I think Louboutin probably will just jump out and sit just off her. So, uh, yeah, I think that's exactly right. You want Louboutin to really uh, put some pressure on up front there. But, uh, look, great race. Looking forward to that one. Of course, race six, the surround on Saturday. Let's now have a look at the skyline here. And, uh, again, this is in fact, this is the second-best back runner on the card as it stands after the Great Mare. Minari has been heavily, heavily back. But you see this all the time, a two-year-old... In particular, just has a tough run first up, particularly when well fancied. And they just want to hammer it it next time out. And this Colt by Schnitzel, we took a $25,000 bet at $2.20 earlier today. We took an $8,000 bet on him for the slipper at $11. He's now into $8, joined on the second line uh, by Hootson there. She will range $3 in the slipper all-in market. And we even took a 4,300 bet at the even money just before I came into the studio here. So, he's off the map. Look, the other day I thought Josh Parr was unfairly criticised by the people on Twitter. I mean, he had nowhere else <laughs> to go. Most people are, though. He had nowhere they? else to go. Yeah, he was just a victim of circumstances at the end of the day, totally wasn't agree. he?
1: Totally uh, agree. He's eighty favourite he's on, though. So, the punters are kind of have every right to vent. Uh, as they like to do, cool. and I was on Manari myself, so I felt <laughs> their pain.
0: Uh, and also in that race, the surround. So we got Dra- Dracaris at eight dollars, along with Eden Rock and Single Bullet to Won well at Warwick Farm in a bog. Yeah, he won
1: really, really well first up. I mm. like, I like the way he wanted to find the line. Mm. Like when the race was there to be won, he really dug deep. It's whether he can back that up now, heavy track debut, he's obviously in the right stable. The Stones are exceptional trainers of two-year-olds, so. Yeah, it's interesting to see where he stacks
0: up here. Uh, Eden Rock, uh, well, the punters have been filthy with him. He'd have to say his first couple of starts, particularly his first start, he was heavily backed into odds on uh, at Ramwick and then came out to, in the long row the other week and finished, well, he was galloped on. So, uh, you know, excuses there. So, look, he's getting into to a nice price if you... If you're still a fan of Eden Rock, single bullet for Gary Portelli. Of course, you know about his two-year-olds. They're going all right, aren't they? So, look, they're the four in the market here. Sufron at $11, Coruscate, the Godolphin runner, which won at Canterbury, 13 15 and longer the rest. No doubt you'll be sticking with Minari here, though. Yeah, you've got no reason to jump off. If if he's going to be a genuine golden slip by chance... As the market
1: suggests, he should be beating, beating this field. And I think if you're taking $2 this time, I think it's a good profile because they're extremely keen to lock in that Golden Slipper prize money to guarantee a start. So I don't think they'll be mucking around taking a sit here. I think they go straight to the front from barrier one, lead them up and and hopefully get the chocolates for the punters who are chiming in at $2 and the $2.30
0: earlier in the week. And I mentioned they were very happy to back Minari in the Slipper, particularly after that luckless run. Uh, on debut, when they've kind of all well, second up, I should say, and they've continued to back him this week. So, I, I
1: guess the only query is they've predicted 10 to 15 mils of rain. So, barrier yep. one, you wonder if that'll be a, a little bit of a disadvantage come his
0: race. That's we'll, something to keep an eye on, anyway. Well, generally, you say it is at Bramwick, so yeah, that's exactly right. Something to keep an eye on. Uh, let's go now to race five the Liverpool City Cup over the 1300, the group three. And uh, the market here, Chetwood, $2.50. It's comfortably best back. McCreary first up, $4.50. Big Money, 7 Snippets Land, eight fifty. dollars 9 And then we go to Arad, a Rod and New Tipperary, which uh, was fantastic last preparation. They're $15 each at two. Tester Shadow, 17 uh, Wouldn't it be nice? 51 Look, Chetwood coming out of the Australia Stakes at the Valley. James Doyle rode uh, him very aggressively. And uh, perhaps James Doyle learned a thing or two about Mooney Valley that night. Yeah, potentially. I don't think we learned too much about Chetwood, though.
1: I think, like most punters, I'm willing to, to pen the run. I don't think he, he's a big striding horse. Mooney Valley was never really going to suit, and the shape of the race when Sir Survival kicked up and led him doesn't really suit. He's a horse that likes to get into his rhythm, and I think he'll do that here. So I'd be
0: surprised if he didn't bounce back. Yeah, I'll look, I think he's just better. Maybe he's just not a Melbourne horse as well. So, uh, well, then again, he did win at Caulfield, so yeah, I can't won, really he won, say that. He won <laughs> really nicely, cannot. that day, um, he? yeah, it was But You know, nothing would have beat Malaguera really at uh, at Moonee Valley that night. The way uh, the well, he's just a star, isn't he, Malaguera? Though, probably probably better, probably a fresh horse, I'd have to say. Yeah, he's Malaguira. going to be freshened up and go towards the TJ. The TJ, exactly. Yeah. So, so it's
1: interesting that Tim Clark goes back aboard would He rode in that day where he was so
0: impressive in the Cameron. Mm. Where he beat La Romaine, who obviously has done good things since. So, yeah, look, I'd be happy to stick with Chetwood here. Do you want to take the two fifty? I mean, McCreary first up at four fifty. You probably uh, would, you know. You're looking at McCreary you know, that target horse for the Doncaster. Perhaps looking yeah. at him further into his prep, into exactly his preparation. Right. He's, more, he's more of a mile two thousand meter prospect, isn't he? Yeah, it's exactly right. So uh, Chetwood here for mine. What about you, bro? Yeah, I think Chetwood will be winning this race and, and, and winning well. OK, well, the best back runner for Ramwick on Saturday with Tab, uh, winks, no surprise there, uh, followed by Minari uh, in the surrounding race four. So they're comfortably the best two back runners. Has there
1: been good money for Chetwood?
0: I'd imagine. Uh, that yeah, been. there has been. Yeah, there's certainly been. Well, it was two eighty when we put the all-in market up on Monday and $2.50 now. And, uh, look, in in the, the Liverpool City Cup. There really hasn't been, in fact, no, there hasn't been a, a zoo for any other runner in the field here. Yeah, it's right. all been for Chetwood, so no surprise there. It, they're going to ride A-Rod quiet as well. Yeah, so he, look, he, he, was, he was disappointing he was in awful. the awe. He's got the ability though,
1: like you look back at his past form, and he's a, he's a super horse, so they're going back to basics, riding cold
0: teach him to find the line again and hopefully he starts enjoying his racing. Yeah, I remember his run there at the end of last prep behind Regis, and uh, that was a pretty good run, wasn't it? So, yeah, he, he, look, if you're prepared to put the pen through his all run, then, uh, yep, he's one that could potentially threaten at a decent price there in that race. Okay, also, uh, so we've touched on the best back runners from Randwick on Saturday. Also, don't forget uh, your jackpots as well. We're putting $100,000 into the quaddy pool uh, to Royal Ranwick for New South Wales TAB customers. And don't forget too, the, the big uh, country championships qualifier at Tari on uh, Sunday. And uh, we're putting 20000 into the big six there as well. And uh, we might touch on the country championships uh, qualifier there at Tari on Sunday. Uh, just uh, ever so natural has gone up $4.60. This market only out this morning, uh, Thursday morning, as we speak, uh, Coglier and uh, Portatorio, $6 each of two. Uh, so, the main contenders here are coming out of a race at Port Macquarie on February 11th. So, Everso Natural won that race. Now, Glyn Schofield rides for Cliffy Bashford from Barrier 10. Coglier, which won a highway a couple of starts ago, uh, was four lengths off for Ever So Natural the other day at Port Macquarie, though. Port Arturio was two lengths off Everso Natural in fifth. The Shotgun Roulette and She's Invincible are $8 each of two. It's double figures and longer than the rest. Shotgun Roulette won first up and she's invincible for Jenny Graham and Andrew Gibbons there from Barrier 5. So that's going to be a cracking day there at Tari on Sunday. Uh, What about your best bets, though, this week uh, for Randwick? Who do you like, Brad? Yeah, I don't think you can go too far wrong with Minari as your
1: banker, providing we don't get that downpour and there's no disadvantage to be on your inside. Chetwood, Liverpool City Cup, I think you'll be winning that race too. And one at a bit longer odds, I quite like Shaleli. I've always had a bit of time for this Mm -hmm. mare. She's probably not exceptionally well weighted under the conditions of the Guy Walter. However, that first up run was a complete forget. She was caught in the backwash of when Pearls unfortunately broke down, and she's a nice horse. She hit the line as well as anything. Her sectionals were deceptively good, as good as Zestful in the race, and 1,400 metres, she was set a little bit closer from the gate, and I think Brenton Abdullah will learn a lot from that first ride. So I think she's one to keep an eye on. She's about $8.50.
0: Yeah, another good race, isn't it? To The, the guy, Walter, Dixie Blossoms, your favourite there, was two eighty in the all-in market. Now, a $3.40 favourite Danish twist. First seal, first seal, first up. So, you know, she's a star on a day, first seal. Loves the 1,400 as well, probably her best distance. So that's another great race, isn't it? To yeah, look. She trialed up quite nicely
1: too, first seal, didn't she?
0: Well, she's still only a five-year-old mare. I mean, yeah. it feels like First Seal's been around forever, but she's uh, still right. only a five-year-old mare, so I'm expecting good things for her. Yeah, she's lately around the 9.50 quote, so that's a good one, a good each-way bet in uh, the I, I, Guy Walter. I guess
1: reading into First Seal too, the fact that they've kept her in training, like mm. she's such a valuable broad mare, and China Horse Club would be keen to get her to the barn through, sooner rather than later. So the fact she's still here, another throw
0: at the stumps this campaign, suggests she's, she's come up well. Maybe we'll see the best of First Seal, so... <laughs> Yeah, that looks another very competitive race indeed. Look, I'm going to go... I'm going to start the day with uh, one at $6. I I think most exalted is well in at the weights here in uh, race one at Randwick on Saturday. $6 with tab.com.au. Incidentally, in what is a quiet bidding race as it stands here on Thursday afternoon, is the best back runner in the race. Montauk, which uh, seems to savage the line at Randwick, whereas it doesn't do that anywhere else... It, it seems to be a real Rambly course, Montauk. Uh, Hog Monet there as well uh, on the next line. It's $4.20. Montauk, the $3 favourite. But I think most exalted down in the weights here. Uh, went back and trolled pretty nicely too behind Zambar the other day after it battled on a heavy track at Warwick Farm. So it's the best-weighted horse there and uh, $6. I'm going to have a piece of that. James and- Cummings is so good at that, that little system at the moment, isn't he? He's just nailed the the troll in between runs. It's just working a treat for him. So yeah. Gee, he's got a good no, one. You found one there. He's got a good couple of... Um, the thing that's won four in a row, its name just escapes me at the moment. Tactical, Tactical Advantage. Tactical Advantage. How good is it going? It is flying. Yeah. I see it's nominated for a new market too. There you go. So it's going to be one to watch the James coming stable in some pretty good form. And if you're going to have a bet at Newcastle on Saturday, I know it's going to be short, but in race one, Wugok should just be winning. So probably put it into your multis. It should have lengths on its rivals in race one at Newcastle on Saturday. There you go. I don't mind one at Newcastle either, while we're going nice and wide. Mm. Race three, number seven, Mandalize,
1: Gerald Ryan, some good three-year-old form early days. It's come back a gelding, and I think it's
0: trialled up very nicely. So Very good. There Perhaps go. multi those two together, because I can tell you Wugok's going to be short. but uh, Short just, but sweet. Short but sweet. Look, you take winners whatever the price. It's a bit of the theme of the weekend, isn't it? That's exactly right. And uh, Well, we did touch on the, the Taree qualifier, but... Uh, before we finish, we've got to touch on what happened at Dubbo last week. One of the great stories, this is what the country championships is all about. James Hatch getting stony rise from the back of Burke to the big one on April 1. Yeah, terrific story.
1: It's a marketer's dream. He um, was terrific winning the race. He was really strong through the line. And James Hatch said after the race that there's, there's a chance now they he just goes straight into the championships, no other run. So it's a story we'll be following very closely. Uh, it's going to take him three days, he said, to get to Randwick. Which is a terrific story in itself. So I'm tipping it goes around pretty short on the totes with all the sentimental oh, money come the big day.
0: And, and I think the sentimental money's uh, come through in the fixed odds with tab.com.au and the all in market as well because it is the second best back run. It's almost dollar for dollar basically between Stony Rise at $26 and Perfect Dare, which is the $4.60 joint favourite with Pumpkin Pie. Uh, but uh, look, not a drop for Pumpkin Pie as it stands. Perfect Dare and Stony Rise really. Uh, the best back by a mile in that country championships all in market but uh, of the other runners which have qualified well La La Loopsie is $26 along with Stony Rise of course to finish second at Dubbo the other day and uh, Steel Frost was 51 into 15 after finishing second to Pumpkin Pie at Goulburn but uh, certainly perfect Dare and Pumpkin Pie look like they're going to be tough to beat. Yeah they do and they've got the queue next to their name of course already
1: in the field so you can bet with a surety that they're already there I think one of a bit of odds already you can you can probably have, have something of the 26s, a careless choice. He profiles yep. well for this race. Paul Massara is a very astute trainer, and um, this is the, a race that he's been targeting for some time. He trialled up the other day and was went to the line under a nice hold. So I think he's three from three. He's undefeated, I believe. So a nice young horse on the up. We'll be going around at Scone. Yes, yep. which will be a
0: really deep heat, but... No, at the end of the day, $26 isn't a bad price, I don't think. No, that's a good one indeed. So, $26 for careless choice. Look, uh, there was a story Chris Roots uh, had in the City Morning Herald the other day that an investor was interested in buying the slot in the Everest for She Will Rain. Of course, our current golden slipper favourite uh, with Tab. But uh, look, She Will Rain is now the best back runner in the Everest market ahead of Winx heading towards the Everest in our all-in market. Yeah, well, you'd be surprised, wouldn't you? Jeez, but... She
1: will reign. Profiles very nicely for it. If she does come out and, and win a slipper, she gets in with a, a winnable weight. She's fast. She'll be up there making her own luck. And as, as you kind of alluded to,
0: if they have got the backer already, then best of luck to them. Like, Wouldn't that be a story? Th- this could become, though, a perfect race for those up-and-coming, well, they'll be three-year-olds, those fast two-year-olds heading into their three-year-old season because yeah, of the exactly. weight they'll get those star three year olds. That's right. It profiles very nicely for them, and she was only twenty thousand dollars, wasn't she? Oh,
1: twenty thousand dollars turning into a ten million dollar race. So.
0: The perfect Cinderella. Not a bad story. investment. Perfect advertisement for getting into racing, isn't it? That's right.
1: I've saw. I've seen there's a bit of money around for Terra
0: Vista as well. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, wasn't at a great win the other day? Yeah, uh, yeah. come yeah, back little... in good order. So yeah, twenty six dollars in our all in market. So in that Everest all in market, you got Shattakwe at six, uh, Spieth at eight. Uh, Winks also at eight. I mean, does she go there? Probably not, but but you never know. Stern flying R 11, extreme choice. She will reign star turn at 15 and 26 and longer. The rest, Terra Vista being one of many at the $26 quote. So uh, watch this space. I think there's going to be a lot of news to come out of that race in the next month or two. And it's going to be, well, it's a journalist's dream, really, to see uh, the trading that's going to be involved. And uh, as Duff said on, on Thoroughbred Weekly the other morning, if you've got a product... They will come. Yep, that's correct, and it's a hell of a product. So, let them come. All right. Absolutely. Well, Brad, it's I've really enjoyed our first podcast, Racing New South Wales podcast, and I guess I hope our listeners have got something out of it, and we'll chat again next week.
1: Yeah, we'll do it all again. As I as I touched on a little bit earlier, Winks he's a phenomenal horse. I implore the the listeners to get out to the track on Saturday. We don't get to see horses of this caliber very often. We've been spoiled with black caviar, but don't let that fool you into thinking that these horses come around every couple of years because she's a once in a lifetime, so get out to Randwick, see her in action and hopefully she'll treat you to something special
0: It's exactly right, I couldn't agree more I mean, you only had to be around that mounting yard on a Monday afternoon the other week after uh, prior to the Apollo being run to realise that this is something special and we've got to savour her while she's here I couldn't agree with you more, enjoy your weekend
1: Thank you, you too, good punting
0: Yeah, good punting indeed and uh, we'll chat again next week